You are now listening to Tough Gages Podcast. Welcome back to the Talk Your Jits podcast. This podcast is, as the name implies, all about jiu-jitsu. I'm your host, Lamar Smith. And today's guest is a white belt who trains at Precision Jiu-Jitsu, located in Sacramento, California. Ladies and gentlemen, Hike Narcisan. I was ready. I was ready. There we go. What's up? What's up? What's going on, my brother? Nothing much. Uh, Another beautiful day. I hope the same for yourself. Yeah, man, it's been a pretty good day, man. Just been uh, busy this morning. Busy, 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 busy. But yeah. Yep. So first and foremost, man, I would like to extend my thanks, man. Thank you for finally being able to come on the show. I know we uh, had to reschedule a few times. (laughs) It's all good. I'm happy to be here. Thankful to be here. Yes, for sure, man, for sure. But uh, without further ado, man, if you want to formally introduce yourself again, by all means, and let's hear your jiu-jitsu journey. All right. Um, so, yeah, my name is Haik Narcissian. I'm currently training out of precision jiu-jitsu. I guess my jiu-jitsu journey started in 2015. Uh, that's, like, right when I graduated high school. Um, you know, I kept wanting to – I still want to – you know, I was an athlete. At that time, you know, I used to play rugby, used to do a little bit of wrestling, but um, I still wanted to keep the ball rolling. You know, I didn't want to just do the gym, do weights, you know, granted it's cool and everything. I still wanted to get, you know, like in an art. Um, Luckily, my brother-in-law, he was a blue belt at the time. Uh, He got me into jujitsu and... Yeah, I mean, aside from taking time off, you know, because of COVID and then, you know, life happens, uh, it's it's been great. I really love jujitsu. It's, you know, super fun that you don't necessarily need to be the biggest, strongest person in the room to, you know, take take care of business. Let's just put it that way. But, right. Um, yeah, I know that might sound a little... Like, wait, you started training in 2015, but you're still a white belt. It's like eight years later. <laughs> but um, that's, not, it's, that's more common than you realize. I, I, I have been noticing, yeah, especially on like like Reddit or, you know, even, even just asking people, you know, they would be like, yeah, I was a white belt for like five years, six years, you know. So it's, you know, I mean – getting close to a decade. I mean, if, if I was to stick through it, you know, that whole time and I was consistent that whole time, it's uh kind of crazy to imagine that, you know, I would have been a purple belt. I would have been a brown belt by now. Mm-hmm. I mean, but like and, you said, man, life, life, life happens. Life happens that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? I mean, I, I, I kind of like to think that it was, you know, meant to be that way. You know, I believe in faith, you know, or like uh, destiny, you know, so I guess uh, it was supposed to turn out that way. That's why it happened. Yeah. But, yeah. So being in Cali, I mean, that's kind of like the, you know, one of the meccas of like jujitsu. a lot of, a lot of, you know, big schools out there. So how did you end up at Precision Jiu-Jitsu? I've heard this school, be- I heard about the school before, but like, uh, yeah, how did you end up at Precision Jiu-Jitsu? So 
precision. Man, like I said, the main reason why I got into jujitsu in the first place was uh, my brother-in-law. Um, mm-hmm. He he he's a, a black belt now, but um, yeah, he just started going to uh, precision. You know, we moved on to there. It was like post-COVID or like yeah, it was uh, post-COVID because you know everybody shut down their gyms and you know I want to say everybody, but most people did. And then you know a lot of people were kind of like you know, they don't really want to open it and they were kind of delaying, but at the same time, you know, people want to go and train, uh, mm-hmm. you know, cause you know, you get stuck in your house for weeks and months, months, you know, you want to get out, you want to do something Let you know, but, um, yeah, they were open and they had a open door for us and then we just signed up and then the rest was history, I guess. Cool, cool, cool. So, um, so what what initially attracted you to jujitsu? I want I I don't want to say I would have to say it was you know it might sound cheesy but uh, the UFC mm-hmm. like even though even though jujitsu doesn't have a you know striking in it it was still the fact that you know even though you could be on your back you know, you could still reverse the position. You could still sub people off of your back. You know, you could, you know, break joints, choke people unconscious. That's just, you know, the violence <laughs> of it. I don't want to be, uh, you know, a bad, uh, no, what's the word? Not example, but um, maybe I can't think of the word, but. Um, yeah, like show like a, a evil side of jujitsu, I guess you want to say, yeah, or the negative side of it. <laughs> the brutal side, rather, of jujitsu. Yeah, yeah, the brutal side of it. But at the same time, it's like that, that aspect of violence is necessary. You know, I mean, you look at the world, there's no, there's no like censorship in the, well, I mean, there is censorship, but there's no filter on the world, you know. You, mm. I, I don't know if you follow the Instagram page, uh, Nature is Metal. Mm, or if you're, no. or if you're in, well, I'll summarize it real quick. It's just like, it's just nature. And you look at nature, it's animals eating each other, you know, and mm. you know, that's, that's, that's just the way of life. You know, there's a circle of life, you know, the lion eats the gazelle, the gazelle eats the grass. When the lion dies, he becomes the grass, then the gazelle eats the grass. You know what I mean? Kind of like, kind of like that. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's like that aspect of also self-defense, you know, it's like you want to be capable, you want to be dangerous. So if someone attacks you, you know, you can defend yourself. Otherwise, you know, you're weak and helpless. And I, I don't I don't like I don't like being weak and helpless. So, yeah, no, I, I get you. I get you. And, you know, I I was talking to um, a guy at this at this gym and we were just talking about, uh, you know, jujitsu and the, you know, where it came from. You know, this was a, a I guess you want to say, I wanna, I'm not going to say necessarily a martial art at the time. Maybe they didn't call it that, but it was a form or tool for, you know, the smaller, weaker people to be able to defend themselves against the stronger and bigger, you know, bigger guys. Because we're talking, you know, you have farmers who have to protect their family, their, you know, their uh the resources and stuff like that, they necessarily can't fight, you know, strength for strength because these dudes are, you know, twice their size. So being able to use what you currently have 
and to be able to just dominate in anyone of any size is amazing to me when you think about it. Oh, I think your mic something's breaking up. Is it me? Uh oh. Test can you one, hear me? three. There we go. Yeah, I can hear you. All right. Back to normal. Yeah, we're good. We're good. All right. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's like uh, maybe it's a little cliche, but jujitsu is a superpower, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at you look at boxing, just just as one example. You know, there's a reason why there's weight classes. But if you go to, you know, like IBJJF or whatever jiu-jitsu tournament, they have an open weight class. And then mm-hmm. you can see a featherweight go against an ultra heavyweight and beat them. And that has happened yeah. before, you know. And it's mm-hmm. like, there you go. It's right in front of your face. <laughs> it just happened. And there's your, there's your proof in the pudding, right? Yeah. And, and that's, you know, that's a unique aspect about of jiu-jitsu that I love. This list, this list of reasons why I love jiu-jitsu just, you know, continuously grow, just continuously grow. But, you know, when you see someone in, you know, doing jiu-jitsu, no matter their size, you know, sex or whatever, when you see someone hit a sweep or hit a, hit a, hit a submission or hit something that they've been working on so hard, the excitement that they get from, you know, hitting said move. And you don't, I don't think you necessarily see that anywhere. I, you know, when it comes to like, you know, striking, you know, boxing, kickboxing, whatever, you kind of have a, a set formula of strikes and whatnot. With jujitsu, yeah, you have a set number of techniques, but they all can be uniquely changed depending on the body type. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, I can, I can show you how to throw a punch. It's typical, you know, you you turn, you, you know, it's more on your hips, your, you know, your knees, your foot, you know, you push off the back, blah, 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 blah. I can show you a triangle, but it's like I have to alternate it depending on the size of my opponent or the size of me. If they're, you know, if their shoulders too wide, if they're stocky, if they're short limbs and stuff like that. And it causes you to work a lot more, a lot smarter as well. Oh, yeah, just- absolutely. That's one thing I'm, I've been noticing, too. It's like. You know, some, some, like I was thinking about getting uh, private lessons, but um, I didn't want to get private lessons from someone who's not the same body type as me, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm, I'm, uh, I'm 5'8", not 190, you know, not really uh, tall and skinny. You know, I'd say I'm a little bit thicker, a little bit wider. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to get someone with that those same physical attributes because they kind of, they already think of what you just said, right? Like if I'm going against someone who's taller than me, skinnier than me, I'm going to do X. Someone who's shorter than me, more stock, stockier, I'm going to do Y. And then, you know, just continue their game through there. But yeah, um, yeah that part, and, it, and it's pretty annoying too, because like, you know, I'll hit something on this person and then I go try to do it against the ultra heavyweight and then uh, just doesn't work. <laughs> just get, just get run, run over and then, uh, you know, get a face full of, full of belly. <laughs> <laughs> just a face full of body. But that's how I kind of, how I started, man. Um, when I, when I started training uh, my, I guess you want to say he's like my brother now, uh, Brian, we were roughly about the same height size. His arms were a little bit shorter. He's a little bit more stocky than I am, but he was like one of the 
main people that was there that was, I guess you would say, around my body type. So one day we're, you know, we're repping, um, I forgot what we was repping in class, and I was just getting so frustrated. And I was like, dude, I cannot figure this out. Like the instructor was telling me, like, hey, do this, do that, and do that. And I'm like, I'm in my mind, I'm like, dude, I am doing this, but it's not working. So I just, you know, I just pulled him to the side one day. I was like, hey, you know, is it possible you can like, you know, help me figure this out? Cause I'm like, you're, you know, he was a yeah. blue. Yeah, he's a blue. He was, you know, he's a he was a blue belt. And I'm like, you know, I don't think I was, I won't even stripe yet. I'm still a yeah, I was still a white belt for sure. But yeah, I was like, dude, I need your help. And that's who I gravitated and kind of like stuck with my whole entire journey was him because we had similar body types. And that does help, man. You know, especially if you can find someone, even if they have like a little bit more experience than you that, that has your same body type, because you can kind of see yourself doing it without actually doing it, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah, so yeah, and that's what that's what kind of happened, man. I gravitated to him, and we've been just like aces since then. But privates, I I I recommend, you know, because uh, it's it's it, you can go at your own pace, you know, especially if you have um, someone that you you know you like you say you can sit down, you can talk to, you can trust, you can you know know they'll have your best intention that you know at heart. And you can take that one technique that you're having trouble with and break it down and rep it as many times as you want until you can find out what works for, you know, works for your body. So, yeah, if you're thinking about doing it, man, I say do it. So, yeah, it's just, it's just finding someone that's like the same, the same as me is a little bit, a little bit different, uh, difficult. I know you did in the beginning, you mentioned, uh, you know, California and uh, there's a lot of like jujitsu gyms and all that. Honestly, Around Sacramento, there's there's a pretty decent mix, but it's there. You know, there's there's that handful that are pretty big, mm-hmm. but like the the overwhelming majority of them are just like small, kind of like hole in the wall. You know, like a suite in a building, and it's the classes are probably like ten people or less. You know, more like seven, eight people. Mm-hmm. But it's more more like L.A. Like what you were trying to describe is what okay. is a lot, a lot more. Well, I mean, like you know, LA is just a bigger city, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, it's it's just I I don't know. But then then again, I haven't I haven't searched that as hard as I should, you know, before mm-hmm. I could speak on the matter. So maybe I'm speaking a little too soon. But um, yeah, some something I'm looking forward to. Yeah, man. You know, and I've talked about this a lot with a lot of people um, on and off the show um, about jujitsu. And it's one of those things where it's good to learn early is that jujitsu is what you what you make it. You know, um, we can as you know, as an instructor, we can show you a million and one techniques. But if you're not, you know, repping them, if you're not trying to uh figure it out what works for you you know that's when things become stagnant and that's when things become like a lot more difficult because you're just thinking to yourself like no i can't do this or whatever the case may be um but sometimes you might have to like go cross train like once you start doing jujitsu and people find out you do jujitsu you're invited everywhere <laughs> like i have never been i've never seen no one you know i've talked to it was like hey man yeah i don't want you coming here so, hey, man, if you're here at XYZ, come on, you know, come on in. So, 
dude. Like it's jujitsu is it's a you know a very very vast community. It's a very very open and uh, welcoming community. Um, it's like you once you you know you rub elbows with one person, you know it's like everyone's going to be flocking to you. Like, oh, yeah, I mean, I know a guy in, you know, Sacramento or I know a guy who lives here, you know, I'll send him to your school. Because I got, I have friends who, um, that's like out of state, they was asking me like, hey, man, you know, you know any jujitsu schools and blah, blah, blah. And I'll go through my list like, oh, yeah, as a matter of fact, I do got a school right there. <laughs> or like, how far are you from XYZ? Like, oh, maybe like 15 minutes. All right, here's this guy. Hit him up. He does jujitsu. He's this and he's that. There you go. Oh yeah, that's that's funny you said that because my wife mentioned to her like manager or something. She was like, uh, "Oh yeah, my husband does jujitsu," and then he's like, "Oh shoot, I just started. Tell him to come over to my gym." And then, you know, before you know it, like two weeks later, I'm over there. You know, we're we're drilling, we're sparring a little bit, and yeah, just just like you said, it's just you know, real real open, real great community. I really love it. I mean, yeah can't complain nah not at all and i remember this uh conversation like a few months back uh we had the these people come out and service our uh our uh our stove or whatever and we're sitting you know me and my mom was sitting in the kitchen and you know she was just like are you going to training today i was like yeah yeah i'm going i'm going i gotta go blah blah, blah. so the guy was working he was like oh uh, you know, what do you, what do you train? I was like, Oh, I trained jujitsu. His whole energy flipped his mm-hmm. whole, like he, it completely changed his whole mm-hmm. like demeanor, bro. And like, cause he, like when he came in, he was kind of like a little dry. He's like, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I'm here to check the stove and blah, 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 blah. And then my mom mm-hmm. said that. Then I said jujitsu. He's like, Oh Yeah. Yeah, my train, you know, I'm a purple belt. And I was like, oh, word. So we're talking. And next thing you know, great. he's checking everything in the house. Like, yeah, let me check uh-huh. the gas line. Oh where's, your, oh, where's your furnace, man? Let me check this. And let me get this. Oh, man, this is wrong, man. Let me go to my truck and grab this and fix this. And really. That's great. Man, you get that it's awesome. extra service, too. Right. It's awesome, man. Jiu-Jitsu is awesome, man. So I know you mentioned that your, you know, your brother-in-law, right, is a black belt. Mm-hmm. So does he does he hold that over your head? Or like do y'all have like a little friendly, like you know, family little spat about it? Absolutely. One hundred and twenty-five percent, yes. <laughs> it's it was so funny. I remember um um he he got his black belt and then like the next day or like two days after that, um he was rolling with one of my friends. And then he was talking about, you should listen to me because I'm a black belt. <laughs> like, bro, you had it for two days, bro. <laughs> Chill out a little bit. But, I mean, at the same time, you know, I got to give him props. I mean, you know, being a black belt is uh, quite the achievement. So, you got to give him a little bit of respect, but just a little not, just, not too just, much. just a little bit, just a little bit. <laughs> i still got to talk smack on him because he's uh he's my brother-in-law but i i love him to death bro he's a great guy oh yeah oh yeah we kind of do that to um one of the guys at our school uh love him love him to death man love him like a brother he's a purple belt and 
uh, like in our little small little, I guess you want to say like personal friend group, it's me, uh, him, uh, my training partner, Brian and Adam, and uh, we're all brown belts and our uh, brother Coleman, he's a purple belt. So mm-hmm. no matter where we're at, we're always pulling rank. <laughs> like no matter yeah. what, like no matter what we're doing, no matter where we at, we're like we're always pulling rank. Like we'll go out to eat, and I'm like, "Hey man, scoot over." He's like, "No nah, man, like no nah, man, come on, pull the rank, bro, scoot over." <laughs> just like, just like how it is with rolling, right? Yeah, like you, yeah. That's that's it's, so funny. It's so it's funny, funny but it's, it's universal, you know. Yeah. It's like even though. Uh, I don't. I don't know what state you're in. I know I'm a uh, Detroit, player, but Detroit, Michigan, Michigan. Yeah. Like I mean, we're miles and miles across, and I'm pretty sure this happens in East Coast, happens in the South, even even outside of the U.S. But it's like you know, just the community, just like the mannerisms, the I guess, you know, just like the daily life stuff. It happens to everyone, and it's mm-hmm. it's just super cool in my in my opinion. Yeah, it's it. like a it's like a secret language. Yeah, it's like you're you're either in or you're out. I mean, I, I don't know if you've ever been in the military, but I guess the military has its own thing, and like you know, mm-hmm. every aspect of life has it. Yeah, every aspect of life have it, and uh, I've told this story uh, plenty of times. Like uh, when it comes to like jujitsu, uh, to make a super long story short, me and my wife was out one day, and uh, this. We was at this uh, this club and this patron was like kind of like a little, he was drunk, getting a little irate and my wife was getting mm-hmm. uncomfortable. So, you know, we decided to like, you know, we paid for our drinks and we were about to get ready to leave. And he, you know, he saw us leaving and he kind of like walked up to me. And at this time I kind of warned him like three or four times, like, don't touch me. But, you know, he goes and try to put his hands on my shoulder and I like, you know, I just kind of like push his hand away. I'm like, dude, don't touch me. And by this point, the bouncer that was sitting at the bar, he turns around and he has on a Gracie Jiu Jitsu shirt. And me and him locked me and him locked eyes, right? And I did this. He's like nice. And turn right, he turned right back around. <laughs> he turned back around, right back around at the bar. And you know, we're leaving. And I like we get outside, and my wife is just like, man, I can't believe that guy, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just sitting there chuckling to myself. And she's like, you know, what? what's so funny? I was like, oh, we were good. We were good. Like, I was like, you know, we were he leaving out. The bouncer was right there. He saw everything and we were fine. And she was like, well, how do you know? I was like, well, he does jujitsu. So he saw me and I gave him the hand sign and he just turned back around. So we were fine. <laughs> we're good. Why are you worrying, babe? Right. Like, and, that's, and that's what I, you know, it's funny because you don't know who does jujitsu. Because, mm-hmm. you know, when you think of, like, MMA fighters, when you think of, you know, boxers, you think of people who do, like, do these physical sports, they look a certain way. They hold themselves a certain way. You know, you look for the muscles. You look for, like, the cauliflower ear. You look for the meatheads the meat or whatever. But in jiu-jitsu, look at, like, Mike uh, Musumeci. Oh. Oh, we lost. Uh... There we go. All right. I think I might just take my AirPods off. Is the audio still the same? Oh, no. It's perfect. Perfect. All right. For sure. Yeah. I don't know what happened there, but um, 
my my apologies uh you said uh you didn't know who trains you know you look for that certain like body type cauliflower ear yeah like you look for that certain you know characteristic when it comes to people who trains like you know physical sports but when you look at jujitsu if we look at you know for me and you walking down the street i wouldn't think that you know jujitsu I just think you're just some average guy. And but knowing un, unbeknownst to me, you're probably like a fourth degree black belt. <laughs> you know, so but yeah, that's 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 the funny thing about it, man. Like you you never oh Sorry about that. A little technical difficulties. No, nah, you're all good, my brother. That's the power. That's what the power of editing is for. <laughs> yeah. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, like, yeah, I'm just saying, like, you never, you never know what that other person knows because we don't look like, I guess, athletes or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, damn, that, it's as you said that, it reminded me of. This one time I was training no gi. I want to say it was probably like two weeks ago. Uh, there was there was this dude that you know. Keep in mind, I'm I'm five eight, like one ninety. This mm -hmm. dude was, and I you know I don't say it in a negative way. You know, it's just who he is. But he's probably like five five, maybe like one hundred and ten pounds. You know, what I mean, he's he's a smaller dude, mm -hmm. and. Uh, we started rolling, and because it's no gi, you know, he's just wearing clothes. Like, I don't know what his belt is. Mm -hmm. um, you know, at first, I take it easy a little bit, you know, just trying to pass his guard. Dude, like, single leg X me, like, throws my leg across, and, like, I just all damn near fall on my face. Jumps on my back, like, like, like this, you know? And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> what the hell just happened? And then as I think that, I'm over – I'm, I have to tap because of a rear naked choke. I'm like, damn, bro. <laughs> like, like 10 seconds. Like, what the hell was that? I asked him, I was like, what belt are you? He's like, oh, yeah, I'm black belt. I'm like, well, never would have guessed, guessed it. You know, you're just walking, you know, you're in the mall shopping or whatever. Yeah, and that, just like you said, that's crazy. And then you look at these like i'm pretty sure you've seen it before uh what's the dude's name bradley martin right that was like talking about oh, i think i could beat up nate diaz in a street fight yeah yeah but it's like bro yeah. i'm 260 you know mm -hmm. but you don't but you don't train the the art you don't that i mean there's a reason why they call it an art form you know it's like i mean right. i mean you're an artist right you know you do like mm -hmm. uh, so it's like you know Sure, you may have an idea, like a beginner's understanding of it. Like, okay, you look at it; it's art. You put pen to the pen to the paper, or canvas, paint to the canvas, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. But it, you can go so deep into it, and it's like staring into an abyss. You know, it's like there's no end. Mm -hmm. And there's already people that are that are in there, and mm -hmm. you're still at the service. You know, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. We um one of a, a friend of mine's school, uh, they do like a no gi competition class. And um I took one of uh one of my blue one of our blue belts, uh Scott, he came over to the school with uh with me. And 
you know, I told him like, hey, dude, it's you know, it's it's, it's high pace, it's intense, blah blah blah. Um, you know, just go at your own pace and you know, just do what you can, right? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so I, like we're working, we're working. Once again, it's Nogi. No one knows who's you know what rank or whatever. So he's you know he's rolling, and I'm kind of like seeing him out the corner of my eye, and he's just like struggling. He's on a struggle bus, like he's and it's like it's going going bad real fast. So I kind of like, I was able to like turn towards him a little bit while I'm rolling. I was like, hey, Scott. And he's like, he looks over. I was like, he's a black belt. And he's like, oh, okay. This makes sense now. <laughs> you just kind of thumbed his nerves real quick. Right. Because because prior to that, another a previous class, um, I went and he was there. Me and him rolled. And you just get a, a um, you may not have figured this out yet, but you know, eventually it will if you haven't. But you get a sense of people's skill set, you know, how their body, you know, how their body reacts to what you do. Mm-hmm. And I was, you know, me and him was rolling and he went for a sweep and how he, when he got the sweep and got the position, I kind of had to stop for a minute. I was like, oh no, he's not a lower rank. He's, he, I'm like, he has to be somewhere where I met or, I mean, he must be a black belt. So we are going and once the round finished, I was like, I know, I was like, I remember you from somewhere else, but I'm like trying to remember what's your rank. He's like, oh, I just got my black belt like a month and some change ago. I was like, I thought so. I thought so. But then fast forward, that was the same guy rolling with Sky. And I was like, yeah, hey, he's a black belt. <laughs> so, was the same it was the same oh, guy. That's it, that's it. <laughs> yeah, man. But he's a good, you know, good guy, man. But that's that's how it be, man. Like you don't know. You know, you can be in a room of like a hundred people. At least six of those people are probably like jujitsu practitioners. One or two is probably like upper rank, high high level competitors. But mm-hmm. that's the fun of it, man. That's the fun and mystery of jujitsu. Yeah, especially nogi. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like I like training in the gi as well. I would give mm-hmm. a slight edge to nogi just because I, I'm. I'm a little bit better at it just because there's no like grips and you know, the gi kind of weighs you down, kind of slows you down, especially once you get hot, once you get sweaty, you know, the weight starts to get down. But, um, you know, with the gi on, you have to wear the belt, you know, you can see the belt. And I noticed like to an extent, like, you know, as much, as much as you try not to pay attention to it, but if I do see someone that's like a purple belt, especially a brown belt, especially a black belt, I start to get, you know, like, give me one second, real sir. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. Yep. So, um, Yeah, you were saying about when you see the belt rank. So, yeah, you you go to the gi, gi class. You know, you can see white belt, blue belt. You see all the belts. If I do see I'm going against, like, a purple belt, brown belt, black belt especially, I get, like, I almost, uh, you know, for sure I get nervous, but um, I almost, like, restrain myself. Yeah. Where, I'm like, I don't, I, I want to do what I'm super good at, what I'm super effective at, my high percentage stuff only. And, 
you know, cause I want to be successful at it. But at the same time, you know, I'm aware that no matter what I do, I'm going to get, you know, countered or, you know, I'm going to miss that one detail and I'm going to get, mm-hmm. you know, negated basically. Uh, but yeah, when, when it's Nogi, it's like, you know, you don't, because it's not in your face. Yeah. Unless, unless they're wearing a purple rash guard or like a brown rash guard. But um, even a black rash guard, it's like, you know, everybody has a black shirt, you know? Yeah. Necessarily yeah. mean they're a black belt. But um, it's, it's, it's definitely like psychologically, like less stressful, I guess. But oh, no, I've you're... You're right. You're, you're, no, you're totally right. Um, I, cause I, even, even, which is weird, even as a brown belt, um, when I know someone else is a brown or, you know, brown belt or black belt, I still get nervous. Like, I don't know, I don't know why, but it just, it just happens. But if I'm, you know, visiting another school and I'm rolling no gi and someone's like, hey, you want to roll? Hell yeah, let's go. I'm not, le- I mean, I'm less hesitant to do so because I don't know this dude. It's like once we start rolling, then I get a then I can get an understanding of his skill set versus like you're saying, it's just being plastered right in your face that this guy is like a 16th degree uh black belt world comp, you know, competitor. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So yeah, I because yes, I'm starting to prefer I'm starting to like prefer uh no gi a lot as well. Yeah. As as much as I don't want to admit it, and this, I'm not gonna say his name, but he's gonna rub it in my face once he hears this. But yeah, I'm starting to lean more towards no gi than than gi. So, hey, those uh, lapel grips are annoying. As I mean, I don't want to cuss, but you know, they're very annoying. I'll just leave it <laughs> at that. It's like, man, it's like you know, you try to get rid of it, and even if you do get rid of it, it's like they just get get the grip with the other hand like right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now, now my arms are toast, and yeah, I'm just, I'm just ready to just tap out, go to, go to the restroom, cry a little bit. Because <laughs> <laughs> with, because uh, with my school, um, it's, pre- it was, it's predominantly gi. So for the past, you know, six years I've been training, it's always, it's been majority gi. So the few times that we've been like, we've done no gi. I was like, man, this, this feels nice. It feels weird because I'm not used to it, but it feels nice. So, um, once we started doing open mats, we didn't set anything. We just like, Hey, let's just do open mats. So we did open mats and it was like, so we doing gi or no gi. And I was like, you know what? Let's do a no gi day. We don't do those often. Let's do a no gi day. And ever since then, our open mats has been strictly no gi. And now, our Tuesday classes are no gi. I'm really in love now. It's so fun. <laughs> it's so so fun. That's funny you say that. The uh, uh, precision we have Fridays. Um, there's a, there's no real like uh, like class. Like there's no like warm ups, drills, and then rolling is just straight rolling, and mm-hmm. it's a uh, it's just no gi. And then everybody just comes through. I mean, the class is usually like. 10 people, 15 people. So, you know, it's not really small. I would say like medium size, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like super large either, but you know, at least in my experience too, I mean, I don't know if, you know, there could be a, the days that I don't go, they're super big or super small. 
but whenever yeah. I've been there, it's pretty it's pretty decent, and it's it's nogi, and I notice it's like the same the same people come too, like um like versus gi, I would say. I, I see more familiar faces in Nogi than I do in Gi. Like there are more, but maybe it's just like, maybe they're just white belts or like schedules or whatever, but I see a lot of people come and go. And I, I feel like I used to be like that, you know, super spotty. And that's probably why I'm still a white belt. But um, yeah, it's just, it, it, it kind of sucks too. Cause you know, you meet someone and they, you know, they get a good vibe off of them and then, you never see them again. <laughs> yeah, no, right. <laughs> it's like, what happened? Come back. <laughs> Don't leave. You're actually cool. <laughs> I know, right? And we, and I mean, and that's the part of the game too, man. We, um, you know, I've been at this school, like I said, for like the past six years. We didn't been a big class. We don't had, you know, times we had like you no know, 10, 15 people on the mat. Some days we have two. Some days we have eight. You know, it, it fluctuates. You know, it fluctuates up and down like that, but. You know, right now we're kind of like in that rebuild process. So we're getting, you know, new faces in. We are, you know, our white belts are rapidly uh, evolving, which is great. And, um, but yeah, man, it's, it sucks to sometimes when you go back and you may look at a picture or you might be like, damn, I haven't seen XYZ in so long. Like, you know, it's like, you think it is like a month or two, but it's like, y'all, they've been gone for like a year. (laughs) (laughs) So... Yeah, man, that's the. I guess you want to say that's the way of the way of the art, man. Because people come and go, you know. Uh, just people find their their. I guess their happy place. They'll they'll come train for a minute and they'll be satisfied. Or you know, some people prefer gi over no gi. Uh, just it's a mixture, man. So you just got to be welcoming to all of it. I to me to me, just welcome it all. Jujitsu is jujitsu. I love it. I love it. I love it all. Oh heck yeah! Kid. Yeah, you gotta embrace it. It you know it's definitely a big beast. It's a different monster, man. It's a it's a different. Like the more you get, like the more you dive into jujitsu, not just like the techniques, but if you dive like in the the philosophy of it, you starting to apply apply it to your everyday life, man. Jujitsu is deep. It gets very very deep. Very, very deep. Because like I... What's up? Sorry, no, go ahead. What'd you say? I was going to say, um, I don't know if you play chess, but mm-hmm. I, I... Oh, you play chess? Mm-hmm. It's like we should play... I, one, I haven't played in a while. But yeah, I would love to get back into playing chess more often, for sure. But um, anyways, I I almost always compare jujitsu and chess like hand in hand because oh, yeah. like, I mean, I know you, you, you already probably know this, but I want to just say it anyways, is you can tell when it's game over in one move or like two mm-hmm. moves, you know what I mean? And like, especially when I was newer, I didn't know, like, for example, um, like if I was to, if I was to hit an arm bar, right. I would be like, oh, I want to get the arm bar, so let me just crank that all the way back until they, like, scream or something. I'm sure they'll tap in time. But now I'm like, okay, I'm I'm pretty sure their arm's not going anywhere. 
-hmm. my legs are across his face. I have his arms secured. All I need to do is just lean back a little bit and he's in a tap. Like that's where I could tell, all right, that's mate in the one. So I can kind of like slow down a little bit, but also, you know, seeing like, okay, we're in this, we're in this, uh, let's just say half guard, right? I know that if I get the, if I'm on the bottom, I get the underhook, I want to get up and then they whizzer, then it's, it's, it's kind of, you know, it's like a move in between a move and then you can kind of expect them to do that move if you go here and I just, just like you, you could get lost in jujitsu, you get lost in chess. And I noticed that the better I get at chess, the better I get at jujitsu, the better I get at jujitsu, the better I get at chess. It's just, yeah, it's, it's so much fun. And I think that's probably why I like it because there, there almost is no end to it. No, there isn't, man. It, you know, jujitsu goes hand in hand. And, you know, just like you know that the comparison to chess and, you know, the similarities that, you know, we show in jujitsu is, you know, you have to set up your game. You have to, you know, know your techniques or quote unquote your pieces and how they work, how they move, how they, you know, how can you formulate this stuff to work together or, you know, have your set, you know, your set route that you want to do with said pieces or, you know, you setting up like your set of three, four moves ahead. There's no different. You do the same thing you do in chess. You do the same thing in jujitsu. And you think like, okay, if I get here, I have this option. If they put this arm here, I can go for here. If they don't do that, then we can do this. And if they don't, oh, shit, now we have to rebuild. We have to kind of like, you know, draw our pieces back, you know, draw the queen back and, you know, reformulate and stuff like that. So it is a, you know, just like chess is a thinking man's game. And you kind of have to, you can't, you can't afford to think about nothing else. Mm-hmm. And you can't afford to think about nothing else but your moves. Because as soon as you started to want your mind, start to wander off about your relationship, your bills, your life, and blah, blah, blah. You're looking at the ceiling and everyone's standing over you like, what the hell happened? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's one thing I I really love not not just with jujitsu but also I mean I do I do a uh, kickboxing too, uh, they okay. have a class at um precision, but um in that hour or if I do two classes in those two hours, it's like I could put do not disturb or mute on everything else in life because mm-hmm. you know when you're when you're focused on not getting punched in the face or getting choked out or getting your joints ripped apart you know it's it's definitely it's definitely a great way to break from reality mhm but at the same time you're still you're still here <laughs> but um it's like you, also, get, you get that break man you get that mental that mental break from everything else yeah and then i mean i'm sure you already know you've already done this a thousand times you go to you go home you take a take a cold shower hot shower whatever and then once you once you step out it's just like you're you're like refreshed yeah you know it's like it's it's so it's so kind of kind of backwards to think about because you just you know burned i don't know like a thousand calories or whatever (laughs) but then you go take a shower and you feel great like yeah It's that it's that release, man. It's like it's like you can, you know, you can go whatever's bothering you that day, that week, or whatever, and you go on the like you go on the mats and you 
you make sure you leave it all out on the mats. Everything that was bothering you, you you leave it on the mats. And then when you go home, once that adrenaline done finally, you know, you had that dump, you take that shower, cold or hot, like you said, it's just like you just can't think of nothing else. Only thing you can focus on, like your mind goes to, your mind, I feel, gets more in tune with your body after jujitsu. Because you've used so much of it and you, you've put so much focus on your, you know, you put so much focus on your, your, your jujitsu, that's all playing back in your head. You're not thinking about nothing else in that moment can uh, can cloud your jujitsu judgment. It's like, yeah, you can hear the arguments that you had with your spouse, or you can hear the arguments you had at work, but that don't matter. I'm worried about this role I just had 10 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. So, because I know that's me for a fact, man, because when I've had those rough days, I, you know, we go to open mats, I'm just rolling. We're just going, 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 going. And by the time I get home, I'm like, all right, that was good. I can, I can, I can survive another week. <laughs> well, I can survive until Tuesday, next class. <laughs> yeah, if you could get through this, the re- the rest of life gets gets a lot easier. Definitely. Yeah, man. The ride definitely does get a lot smoother, man. A lot, lot smoother. Yeah, I noticed that, especially with kind of like like controlling myself, where I don't want to say I'm like out of control or anything, you know, I don't mm. want to imply that, but like, I'm, I'm definitely, I definitely think about that second and that third step a little bit more often. Like, mm. like for example, um, you know, a lot of people are like, Oh, I do, I do jujitsu. I would beat someone in a street fight or whatever. Right. Like the average Joe, which, you know, Probably, but mm-hmm. at the same time, I don't want to test it. I don't want to put myself in that position. So, because of that, I don't. I don't like going out to bars. I don't like going out to clubs. And it's just like I eliminated that from my life because I'm already. Because I already know, like, okay, if I go there, someone is gonna, you know, be be a kind of like kind of like you said. You you you're fine. The people that mm-hmm. you're with are fine. But it's that dude that's drunk, who's high on something, or he just had a bad day, and he wants to take it out on you. Um, you got to deal with it, you know, if you want yeah. to, if you don't want to. Yeah. You know, there's always consequences. You know, you could get, you could get like charges on you, pressed on you, and I just rather no, not go to the club. No I one wants that. Yeah, no one, no one wants to deal with that, man. And I'm, and I am literally the same way, man. I am definitely a person who, as much as, as much violence as I love, because I, I do this sport, I don't like conflict. Yeah. I hate being in a confrontational spot, so I try to, you know, try to avoid those as best as possible. Like, you know, I, if I do go out, I make sure that. Even even if someone bumps into me, I'm like, hey, you know, my bad, you know, we good, right? And you know, just to, yeah, my yeah. bad, sorry, Whatever. yeah, my bad, like yeah, you stepped on my foot, but I was in the way, yeah, that that's cool, all right, you know, it is yeah, what it is. That makes sense. I don't, right? Because I don't want to, because I'm like, dude, I don't want to go there. I don't want to ruin your night. I'm not trying to ruin my night. I'm not trying to ruin the people's who who's around this night either. Let's just go have fun and be done with it. Mm-hmm. So, 
That's how I look at it. Even though, yeah, yeah. even though, you know, you you get us, you know, you start training, you get a certain set, you know, your skill set, you know for a fact that if I had to, I can destroy this guy. But I but I don't want to find out. If yeah. that if that makes sense, you know. Yeah, the, the less <laughs> the less you f around, the less you find out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Also, I don't know. I, I I guess I know you said you can you can probably edit this out, but do you guys do like cussing and stuff, or do you have like a filter yeah. on? No, I mean we we curse. It's not it's not vulgar. None of the shows are vulgar. You know, you say a few like you know like adults. We're not sailors, so <laughs> so you can curse. It's just not as long as you're not just spewing f bombs all over the place. All right, and I think sure. it's like I think it's like um, it has to be in the like. As long as the first nine minutes, I think of a show of a of a video can't have any like vulgarity to the language, but we're like fifty minutes in, so fuck it, you know. Yeah, yeah. So hike, man. We got a we got a staple here at Talk Your Jits Podcast, man. We make sure we ask everybody that comes on the show. Uh, past or present, your top three people you would love to roll with. I should have prepared myself a little bit uh, better, but um, in in no particular order, mm-hmm. um, Joe Rogan. Like, oh, yes. Hold on, hold on one second. I peeped the mug I earlier. I peeped the mug. Yep. You you got to represent. I peeped the mug. So Joe Rogan, Damian Maya, yes, mm-hmm. definitely. It's just that third person. I mean, I don't know about you know just chalking it up to three people, but damn, I don't know about that third person. I guess. Do that? Do they have to be alive? No, past or present, live or dead. Julio Gracie. There we go. <laughs> the, the OG of OGs. Right. Which yeah. I, mean, I probably wouldn't understand him, but <laughs> I mean, when he speaks that person. universal language of jujitsu, man. So what's there need to be explained? For sure, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure you said it before in the in the other podcast. But what would be your top three? Um, actually it's similar to yours, man. Like my, it's like every time somebody asks me, my list changes. Uh, but it's, yeah, Joe Rogan is the main one. Uh, Jocko Willick is another main one. Um, mm-hmm. Amy and Maya, um, Andre Goval, uh, everyone wants to roll with Gordon Ryan, but I'm more so, I want to roll with more with Nikki Rod than Gordon Ryan. But that's not, not, not too familiar. Um, with uh, Nikki Rod, I just know I just know Gordon off of, you know, the the controversies and all that. You know, like he, he does. He's he's a dude with the like white hair, right? And he's like, yeah, he's like a beach bondish, yeah, yeah. I mean, he just, I guess he's the best of the world, but he does steroids, so he's not. Uh, but it's not illegal in the in the, the uh, you know. <laughs> I don't know. 
We'll see. Like, I guess he's been, uh, he had like some medical issues recently. So uh, he's, he's back, he's recovering. So I don't know if he's like competition ready, but I guess we will see eventually if, you know, if the name reigns true or not. Cause yeah, that's been the big thing about, you know, Gordon Ryan and some of the higher level competitors about they're on some type of PEDs or, you know, on roids or whatever. And outside the berries. Yeah, I know, man. Just, <laughs> like, I just yeah, say, just, you what, know, what do you count? What do you not count? You know, like what, right. what consists of a performance enhancing drug? I mean, I, to an extent, I would say coffee is, you know, if I drink coffee 30 minutes an hour before I do a roll, I'm going to, I'm going to do better versus if I don't, if I just drink straight it's a, water, it's a stimulant. Know? It's a stimulant. I mean, I don't know. You can, you know, what if you take like a shot of whiskey before you, before you go train, maybe you're a little bit looser, you know, your shoulders are not as stiff, you know, it, it's definitely a, you know, it is a conversation, but it's like, it's, there's so many rabbit holes that you could just go into and there's no end to it you know i mean i would guess anything with a needle <laughs> anything you have to like inject in inject. just yeah cut that out but as far as like you know i don't know can you smoke something can you drink something can you eat something and then it just makes you perform better you know i mean what if what if someone's like allergic to like acai berries or like, I don't, I don't know. Let's just say, let's just say acai berries give you like superpowers and then mm-hmm. every, everybody can eat it except for this one dude. He has an allergy to it. So like, does that, right. mean does that, that make it wrong? Right. Does that make it a performance enhancer now? Because this one dude is a, a allergic to it, you know, just, I don't know. Personally, huh. I would just, I would say just that anything that you, like have to inject in yourself with a needle or like an IV or something like that. I'll mm-hmm. probably consider that a performance enhancer because it's just not, you know, natural per se. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I would probably draw the line there. I didn't get that. Yeah. You try again. Oh my series actor. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you saying? <laughs> like I didn't get that. Like shut up. No one's talking to you right now. You want some? I was like, if I was talking to you, you wouldn't hear me. <laughs> Oh yeah, whenever I try to talk to her, she doesn't listen. But right. All right, hike man. Um, if you got any more questions for me, man, you know, fire away. If not, man, you know, let the people know what you got, you know, going on, you know, in the upcoming future. Shout, shout your school out, man. The floor is all yours. Shoot, man. I'm just, just, just trying to keep, keep the, keep, uh, keep up my time on the mats you know, just focusing on myself and then, you know, just trying to get better one day at a time, one move at a time, one class at a time, you know, it's, it's not really, not really a race against other people. It's more of a, like a marathon run and it's just me versus myself. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, for, for the longest time, like I said, you know, I've been training since 2015, it's 2023 now. I'm still a white belt. It's frustrating me, you know. I'm like, dude, just give me, give me my blue belt. You know, I feel like I've earned it, but um, it's not, it's not up to me, you know. And you know, from whoever, whoever, like I've listened to, uh, you know, whatever I've read, um, 
you know, the you have I have to stop focusing on the stripe. I have to stop focusing on the belt because that is just drawing energy away from and focus away from what I'm supposed to do, which is just mm-hmm. just work, just put in the you know, just grind it out and just get better. Yeah, um, man. Put the time, put the time, put the work, put the effort in, the stripes and the stripes and belts will change, man. They will come. Just as long as you're as long as you're on the mats as much as you possibly can, man, that stuff will eventually come. If you're putting mm-hmm. the time in, it will eventually happen. If you're just sitting on your butt, not doing anything, then you know, you can chase them all you want because you're not gonna get them. Yeah. Um, I would say as far as as far as precision, um, Chad, you're great. You're you're a great instructor. I love the love the gym that you've put together. And I mean, I know it's not just you. It's like you know, it's uh, uh, Sarah, Liz, and you know, every everybody else. You know, too many to name. But um, yeah, you guys are great. You build a great community, and uh, it, you know, I love I love being there. I love being a part of it, and it's it's really an honor and a privilege to say you know precision is my my school and i'm a part of it you know and i'm i'm proud to say that man that's awesome and i wish you the best of luck man i know we'll you know we'll stay in touch man you know to hear about your you know everything that goes on well with you with jujitsu man and i'd love to have you back you know when you get your blue belt man we can talk about that as well I, I didn't want to say that, but you said it for me. So yeah, I said it for you, man. You know, <laughs> you get you know in a couple months, man. When you you know post your picture, you have blue belt. Let me know. All right, I got you, man. <laughs> All right, man. That's the end of today's episode. I would love to thank Hike one more time for coming on the show and bless us with his jujitsu knowledge. Hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, please go and follow our Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube page to stay updated on all future episodes. This has been Talk Your Jits Podcast. Keep rolling, keep grinding, and remember, long live jujitsu. Have a great day. See you guys. All right, my bro.